Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast, the movie review and talk show podcast that comes your way every Saturday, whether you're ready for it or not, because we're on a quest to conquer the world. These are the Internet Radio Superstars. Holly. Sean. And I'm Colin. And tonight we watched a movie that was chosen by Colin. It's spooky season. It is spooky it is. season. The spooky season. We're kicking off the spooky season. Hardcore. Yeah, we're yeah. going. We're I would say all Halloween. Halloween yeah. hardcore. Halloween. Oh. Halloween hardcore. Mm, Halloween hardcore. That, that's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a movie somewhere. Um, Colin, what did we watch tonight? Tonight we watched. Robert Wolfgang Zombies <laughs> House of a Thousand Corpses, which is celebrating its twentieth anniversary. Twenty, 20 years. years. Robert wow. Wolfgang Does Zombies. Does that make you name. feel old? Yep. It makes me feel old. Although there are probably people in our audience who weren't born when this came out. Oh. So Yeah, they're that young. <laughs> uh, that's when I graduated high school. Twenty years ago. Yep. Twenty. Jesus. The thousand and two thousand three. Yeah, as we record this, two thousand three was when it came out. Oh, then I already covered the director, so there you go. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. by Rob Zombie. (laughs) House of a Thousand Corpses. I know. Does this take you back? Takes me back, yes, because this was. I mean, between this and the uh, the Sinister Urge, the album that came out at around the same time, mm-hmm. like Rob Zombie was to me big, yeah, huge at that big. time. Is he this generation's Alice Cooper? The, which can't. generation are you talking? <laughs> yeah, about? I was going to say there's <laughs> a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's still going, and Alice Cooper's still Alice going. Cooper's still so, Alice Cooper, still Alice Cooper. Yeah, but, but more I mean, so than Marilyn Manson. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Marilyn Manson's been canceled. <laughs> Has he? He's been canceled. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's Marilyn Manson. What did we really think what he was up to? Well, you can, I don't know. You can have. Uh, uh, I think uh, his thing was always like, you know, he, he was disappointed that Alice Cooper was like the scary thing on stage. But off stage, he played golf. Who thought Marilyn that? Manson. Was, Mar- so Manson yeah. decided to be a Manson's terrible thing off, yeah, all the time. He's, like, yeah. oh. He's yeah. like, well, I'm going to be a demon always. Always. Yeah. yeah. No, so there you go. we like Alice Surprise. Cooper. Surprise. Yeah. We like Alice Cooper here, not And Alan Rob Manson. Zombie. And I Rob Zombie. Those yeah. two guys like go home and they toured. You know, do stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, and with Manson. I think they were all always on the gruesome twosome. Yeah. Or the, you know, whatever. Manson sucked. Last time I saw him, yeah, Zombie was I great. Saw, last time I saw him, he couldn't even keep a show together. I mean, oh, it was it was awful. And was, I think Zombie was on that one, mm-hmm. and Zombie put on. That was a fucking rock. Thank show. God, God, yeah. Damn it. That was, he thank God he came down. on second because I was he like, Woo. <laughs> no, yeah. he can still put on a show. And speaking of putting on a show, this movie, woo, what a show! How it's did a this, lot to take? It's yeah. a lot to take. It's surprising because I haven't seen it in a very long, maybe it's, not 20 years. It's but, been like 15 yeah, years. Because anytime I, I get the urge to watch something like this, I always go back to um, uh, Devil's Rejects. Oh. That's my go-to for okay. Rob Zombie movies. Yeah? I think so. Let's... How many? What Rob Zombie? How many movies has he made? House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, the... Um, Devil's what Rejects. was the animated one? El Superbisto? Yeah, The ha- Haunted World of El Superbisto. Yes. And then uh, Halloween. Mm-hmm. Halloween. Halloween 2. two. Halloween 2. Was it right to Lords of Lords Salem? Of Salem. Lords of Salem. Yeah. And then um, uh, 31. 31. Ugh. And the, the <laughs> Three from Hell. I haven't yeah. seen it. And uh, Three from Hell is the last, the th- third part yeah. of the, yeah. 
and uh, the monsters. Mm-hmm. I think, oh, right? Am I leaving anything out? I think it's the filmography of Rob Zombie so. in no, 20 no, years. No, he didn't take a left turn and make a music of the heart anywhere in there. So <laughs> Those are the bullet points, I think. Yeah. Basically. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I mean, before this, it was really like Rob Zombie, I think we knew at that point in time, had like horror bona fides, right? I mean, yeah. Living Dead Girl and Dragula, you know, and like all these songs that were it comes from a group called White See our Zombie. Watcher episode, yeah, <laughs> right. You have White Zombie. He did the. Um, I want to say he directed all the videos. Yeah, he did. That's where he did a lot of his own music videos, and a lot of writing, like the set decorating. Yes, he has. He has a taste. He has a style. Um, was he on TRL or something where he like built something? And it took like forever for him to like build this massive. Sculpture, I can't remember. There's, I don't know. He was he, he designed. Sure. Um, I know he was designing um, horror uh, haunted houses for Universal. That's oh, where this started. That's what it was. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. gotten like they brought him in to do that, and that's yeah. the idea for this one. That's where this actually came from. So mm-hmm. um, I remember that he had um, there was like an announcement that he was going to do a crow movie. Right, Salvation. Right. No, it was Crow twenty thirty seven. Mm-hmm. Which There's I, too I, many crows. I bought okay. the script. I think you're making them up. It didn't. It didn't come to fruition. No, yeah. I read the that script and happen. couldn't make heads or tails out of it. To be <laughs> honest with you, I was like, I don't understand what this is about. But it took place in the year 2037, mm-hmm. and it was a crow movie. Oh, um, no, but that who never is, paid off. Who was going to be crow for that one? Do they I have someone in they mind? Ever got Sherry Moon Zombie? Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely. Yeah. That's yeah. A good, that's a good guess. But okay. I guess he had designed a. Uh, he had designed a um, haunted house mm-hmm. for Universal's Horror Nights, mm-hmm. and got to talking to the officialdom there and put a pitch together for a movie. And I guess because of his experience directing music videos, it was like, okay, here's your feature film. Right. Like but two th- months later, they were shooting. Yeah, and this was so. This was in two thousand and two, right? So they shot in two thousand or two thousand. Sorry, yeah. yes, they shot in two thousand. And then the way I understand it, the way he tells it, um, Universal. So he basically said he wanted to do a throwback to like an exploitation sleazy drive-in movie. Yeah, this is not yeah. going to be mainstream. Was a yeah. point he made to them. Yeah, but, got that. <laughs> he, but but he said that they didn't have a frame of reference for this, right? Because he's a horror person, yeah. And he says the brass at Universal didn't really know what he was talking about, and so when they saw the movie, I guess he was was it Stacy Share was the head of I think Universal. So. That then. sounds right. Called him in for a meeting, and they were like, "Listen, we we're we not we're not going to release we this, can't release this movie," <laughs> you know. Uh, even though he had shot, so he shot like on the Universal. Backlot, yep. right? Like yep. as the tour was going by, yeah, because you can see the street. The Desperate Housewives Street is in there, yeah. which is also the Burb Street. Yeah, yeah. It's the, all, I was going to say it's curve, the Burb Street. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's got that look. Oh, it's the one some, that's decorated for Halloween. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. one where the her dad, her, her dad's yeah. sheriff. Yeah. That's yeah, where yeah. he lives. Yeah, it's always that damn curve. They always yeah. shoot from the same spot. Yeah. And I guess the house is the best little whorehouse in Texas. If everybody remembers that, I uh, do remember. Yeah, yeah, that Burt Reynolds, Dolly, and Dolly Parton. Yeah, oh yeah, I remember that. But that's the house. Wait, isn't nine to five in that movie? No, that's Working Girl. Is it? Okay, I'm wrong. And uh, so that's why you have Universal Movies, like, clips in there. That's why they yes. had the rights. I guess they sold that back to them. And the, the Creature from the Black Lagoon and all that stuff. Right. Those references. So he was able to take, they sold the movie back to him, basically. 
and then he was shopping it around to see if anybody was interested in it. And I want to be in that meeting. They're like, yeah, we watched it and no. <laughs> After they spent the money yeah. on it, you know? Just like yeah. slide it back across the table. No. So that's right. You wonder, like, I mean, I guess they sold it back to him. Was he wealthy enough to buy the rights? Maybe not the, you know, to at he least some the kind of yeah. rights to it. Yes. Yeah. So he was and had something in a contract where he could take it around. And then I guess, um, you know, so I remember following this like avidly, yeah. that, you know, the Internet was around back then and mm-hmm. be looking on Ain't It Cool News, another canceled. Oh, yeah. Did you ask Jeeves it? Uh, probably. <laughs> Look it up. Like, on Excite or What's something like that. <laughs> Um, hmm. On AOL News. A- yep. oh. and, Damn it, uh, I ran out of hours. Give me a new CD. That was a web crawler. <laughs> AOL's web crawler. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, MGM thought that they might uh, buy the movie. Mm-hmm. But I remember reading this quote that he said, and I can't remember where it was didn't he speak he made some remark didn't he, he said he said yeah mgm's gonna put it out because they don't have any morals over there like universal rejected uh, it but mgm's gonna put it out because they don't have you know he's joking yeah right but they read it and they were yeah. like oh, okay we're, shut, we're, not, we're not gonna do this anymore with you so <laughs> Lionsgate, <laughs> Lionsgate, who third time's a charm yeah who i probably had no qualms about releasing something like this considering their catalog at the time what i remember lionsgate is is being maybe not maybe a lot of home video stuff i remember had lionsgate on it back in the day uh horror stuff and all yeah. that stuff so that, that i doubt they had uh, yeah because they had, they had <laughs> that's done, like the like, cd underbelly like yeah put it out i don't care well, yeah they were artists the right? together lionsgate <laughs> lionsgate yeah well lionsgate i guess had been around as like uh you know like a film buying company and then they yes i think like that a, was it they would buy stuff and then yeah put but their it logos had changed multiple times like you oh, could right. see it used until, to be a constellation that would come yeah. up in the thing and then it was gold for a while and, and then, then there, there was, was the horror doors right there was the, the good and evil the, openings was for the, regular movies and then horror movies was that saw saw i think because yes. saw really made like Lionsgate. Yes. like like they had legitimate movies but they also like went way into horror for yes. a while because all these studios do when they're getting started you know it's like buy these horror things and mm-hmm. put them out there and they make a fortune mm-hmm. um so Lionsgate puts it out in 2003 yes. now the interesting thing about this is Ooh. is that the era that it came out in um, is kind of like, I think, you know, at least I regard it, it was at the time, it's like the second golden age of horror, you know, or like horror kind of in the 2000s went, you know, in the 90s and the 2000s kind of went, well, we've been watching what, a lot of right. this. Right, you know? and, and it, it, it died a little bit at the end, because again, we all yeah. remember 90s horror, which yeah. is kind of toothless yeah. was, for the time, yeah. and so the pendulum swung the other way, Yeah, and, and we got Saw, and then we yeah. got this, and then we got a Bunch of stuff yeah, because the yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, I think, same was year. the same year as this, right? And then we started doing remakes yep. because these Latin guys, games. like Zombie, and so he beat that trend by about you know three years. Um, was looking back to seventies grindhouse drive-in, really rough uh, movies right. like Texas Chainsaw, or Last House on the Left, or mm-hmm. Cannibal Holocaust, or it you know, something like that. It's yeah. it's it's. <laughs> Right, and it's fun to watch this movie now, having seen everything I've seen since the last time I watched this movie. Because mm. you feel that a lot more watching it—the very the grimy seventiesness of it. Because I can see like, um, 
the even the, some of the actresses kind of have that older 70s look to mm. them and that and you really feel it come through in this yeah. one the, after the thing with many years. a lot of rob zombie movies is you can't tell what year it's supposed to be yeah like you can there's always different things that it's like is it the 70s is it modern like what is right. it Are there's these a lot kids of retro yeah Ding dong! It's, like, what, what, it's hard what to pinpoint doing? what year we're working with. Right. with Rob like, Zombie. tell me what year this movie was in the movie. No 1977, idea. 1977. It says on the opening title. Does it? Does it? October 30th, 1977. Oh, I missed the 77. He rips off Halloween. He does. Oh, I which missed that. I think is why, like right. people said, we should give him Halloween because there's so many the, callbacks the in this movie. I saw yeah. when, when we got October 31st disappears Halloween. Yeah. I'm like, Ugh, yeah. All, I just saw is. the Halloween. I wasn't paying attention. I yeah, I mean, it's there's a lot of uh, you know things that don't actually fit for 1977, but he's just setting it Correct. there because yeah. he's going for that kind of vibe right yeah. and i think even like lords of salem doesn't take place maybe in the modern maybe i'm wrong but um, i think even that may have like a it's not necessarily now it feels a little older than now you know that mm. kind of thing yeah. it doesn't feel like 77 yeah no it doesn't no not, i think not, not in the speak halloween and, costume is like right. something that's very modern but uh <laughs> right even because and they go to the town where the the dad is the retired dad and it's like yeah. that's not 1977 no yeah so i mean a few things look like it cars and stuff but other than that i'm just yeah. like well we're trying to yeah, we're trying to fit 1977 in here wherever we can yeah, the, some places the we're the not continuity gonna be able to. wasn't a big factor in making right a, but again it doesn't feel like it yeah. but again i mean part and parcel with what he's kind of referencing mm-hmm. as far as you know the older movies and everything not everything you get exactly. a lot of references i mean you know after seeing a lot of horror you know you're like yeah. oh that's a shot from texas chainsaw mm-hmm. that's yeah. uh, evil dead she's climbing up out of the yeah fucking... i mean it's all over the, the it's all over the yeah. place mm-hmm. you know you're just like oh that's a call out this is right. a call out um, Fra- frankenstein movies there's um did i see was there a wolf Another Wolfman movie going on in there, but they had the Wolfman. Was it Wolfman? That was the Wolfman. Yeah, that was Lugosi. I remember it backwards though. As far as the the gypsy, I mean the gypsy in the scene we saw the gypsy was a man. He saw the pentagram. On I haven't seen the movie in a long time, so I don't Uh, know if I'm thinking. That's yeah. Is it okay? uh, Yeah. It's like I remember that differently, but that's just me. Um, (laughs) The uh, it seems like. I mean, this has been talked about. So I'm like, I, you know, it's like the. It seems like the primary inspirations for this movie are Texas Chainsaw, specifically Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. Yep. Yeah. And like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yep. Yeah, uh, for sure. Halloween. Yep. Um, what else would be like a major uh, influence on it? Last I mean, House on the Yeah, Last yeah. House. I mean, there's just it's yeah. I mean, but there's little like even the things that didn't give it direct influence there's still little like yep. tidbits like we get the monsters we get yeah. I th- there's a motel hell reference in the background like there's a lot of little things but like the main influences it's very obvious yeah homage meh, ripping yeah. off me maybe probably <laughs> See, this is another thing i've always thought about rob zombie and i don't know if you agree with this but it's like rob zombie couldn't exist without quentin tarantino going there first because both of them mm-hmm. do these they give they resurrect actors from old exploitation in, in rob zombie's yeah. case it's old exploitation movies yeah. from the yes. 60s and 70s and they give them Welcome these Karen black yeah um, and Dennis Fimple and, yeah. uh, you know, like, well, Bill Mosley is in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, too, yeah. you know. Right, yeah. Um, but th- then they give, and Sid Haig, obviously, uh, yeah. and they give them, From, like, uh, these. Uh, uh, 
uh, MacGyver, that one episode of MacGyver that he was in. Is it Haig was? <laughs> he was, yeah. I think he played an Arabian prince. Oh, uh, MacGyver, what? MacGyver steals a horse. <laughs> it gets chained up to a helicopter, and then they both get lifted away. Yeah, well, Sid real Hague, weird episode. Yeah, Sid Haig's been all over the place. Sid Haig's been ever. Sid Haig will show up, and you'll be like, Sid Haig. Yeah, isn't he THX one one three eight? And he one of the oh, prisoners I, at I the end of. Think so. Yeah, Spider Baby. I've never seen you. Spider Baby. Uh, not anymore, unfortunately. No, he's, he's I, oh, that's yeah. right. I'm sorry, he passed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He but was, he was very big on the convention circuit. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was really yeah. good to his fans. Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he was. I mean, I think. God, did he just die this year? No. no when was been, that? It was around 2019, the time. I think, because it was around the time oh, that three, was, three from Hell was coming out. Yeah. He right. shot a. Did he? He's, he's in it, he's right? In he a shot a little bit. bit, but he was in very bad, poor health for that. So the, he, co- the COVID blur. Yeah, basically, yeah, he did. He got <laughs> yeah. lost in that COVID yeah, blur, but they had to, I mean, Rob Zombie had to rewrite Three from Hell a lot mm-hmm. because of Sid Haig. Yeah, yeah. And he put so Richard, Richard Brake in it. I totally forgot about that. It was You're like right. a forgotten Firefly uh, family mm-hmm. member. Should have stayed forgotten. I've never seen the movie, but it's Richard Brake, so you I know, say it should have stayed forgotten. I watched that one, and I was kind of like, because I really hated, really hated, really hated 31, and I was like, you know, his, the his, worst like, fucking movie. Because that was like he got cast out of Hollywood, right? Mm. Like Halloween 2 was so bad. Right. Everyone kind of, <laughs> except for, you know, there's always the hardcore people. But yeah, everyone hated Halloween 2. Yeah. I'll raise my hand on that one. And then, but then Blumhouse gave him like a million dollars when they were doing that. Like, we'll hire these guys, give him a million dollars in total creative control. Back in the day, yeah. And they gave him money and he did Lords of Salem, which even that movie is super compromised because, uh, uh, Richard Lynch died during the right. film, like right when they were getting going right. or whatever. So he had to rejigger the whole thing and like entire subplots just got thrown out that were shot, mm. you know? Um, and so then cast out from Hollywood, he did. I remember he was a part of that, like, uh, uh, fundraising, crowdfunding Kickstarter. Oh my God. For 31, which was I like, I forgot about that. Yeah, but it wasn't the whole budget. Craze. It was like just to be on Kickstarter is like, you know, right. promotion for the movie. Right. So I was wary of Three from Hell. Like, oh, great, we're getting another Firefly movie. But it actually wasn't as bad. It was it was surprisingly okay. I'm sure I'll watch it at some <laughs> point, but I'm not eager to. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you need to. No, okay, good. I'll stick. I'll keep going back to Devil's Rejects. Yeah. Devil's Rejects is like its own kind of monster. Is that the most Rob Zombie, Rob Zombie movie? No. No, I think this might be the most Rob Zombie, Rob Zombie movie. Okay. Pure Rob, like a straight shot to the heart. Yeah, I think this is it. Yeah. Yeah. It's raw, right? Raw. It's unfiltered. Well, no, it is filtered. It's it's rough. It's uh, (laughs) it's, it's fucking, it's bloody. It's fucking extreme. Extreme. Extreme, I would say. Yeah. I think that's why. Oh, definitely. definitely. But that's what he's going for. I mean, that's right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Yeah. you're looking for adjectives. I'm saying yeah, gratuitous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Devil's Rejects feels more like that's more the it, mainstream of the time. I, th- I think so. comparably. Yeah, comparably. And to what was happening at the time, I think that one was more in line with you weren't surprised. I don't think you were surprised by that movie. I was. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess you Maybe expect the sequel from House of a Thousand Corpses to be more of a horror movie, and oh, Devil's no. Rejects was like a western, western kind of actiony. Yeah, but I mean, it has extreme. That was extreme. I could not when I sat and saw that in the theater. I could not believe I was actually sitting there seeing a movie that extreme in a movie in a theater. I, there's Maybe a few I times I've been disturbed. 
<laughs> watching a movie in a movie. <laughs> and I know me and my brother went and saw it. We're like, Jesus. Yeah. Well, it still felt like more acceptable at the time than maybe when this came out to me. This is just my perspective. It, I think it, 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 he, here's a, a thing. I don't know if you agree or disagree with this in house of a thousand corpses. He makes a miscalculation about who the identity characters are, the characters that the audience is supposed to identify with. Mm-hmm. You're supposed is that, is to. Is that why we get left with a character that I don't know anything about yes. at the end? Okay. Because I agree. I think you're supposed to, in, in the, the template for this movie sets up sympathetic, normal kids who wander off the beaten track, yep. Little Red Riding Hood, right? Or Hansel and Gretel, you go into the woods and the things are there, the monsters. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't know the people at all. Rob Zombie doesn't, you know, he can't write uh, just these regular folks, but he writes these colorful villains. Yeah, he even said, he's like, nobody gives a fuck about the kids, yeah. so they are not the focus. He mm-hmm. identifies with the Fireflies. They're <laughs> the interesting ones, Yeah, right? And so Devil's Rejects fixes all that because then he's just like, okay, we're going to make a movie about the Fireflies. Mm. And so it becomes more of like a pure... You know, it, it seems like he's okay. Now you're locked down to what your subject is, and then right. it mm-hmm. kind of blooms from there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, maybe, maybe uh, Devil's Rejects feels less experimental than this one does. I mean, experimental is not the right word. I don't know. Well, it's more refined. Obviously, it feels yeah. like he's no. A- I, I I see what you're saying. Like this one just feels like it feels like a thousand ideas strung together <laughs> like corpses <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it really does yeah, yeah there's a lot he's like i, I gotta like i want to do this and do this and do this so i'm just gonna put it in a house <laughs> <laughs> right maybe yeah. he's like man, i may not get to make another movie so i'm gonna yeah put like i said it's like there's not pure a pure rob zombie there's not much of like a storyboard it's just lots of ideas it's more like a mood board <laughs> is it hanging on i mean in order to yeah, because I mean, I guess there's, <laughs> and the mood is screaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is too. Because you're talking about like yeah. the editing is frantic. Yep. Yeah. Um, it feels like a lot of this movie is made in, in the editing room. Definitely, yeah. especially with, especially based on like you can see where his um, music video work came in. I was going to say movie. it's like every few minutes it's like okay, and now we're going music video mode, and then they go back to the kids, right? Because the, there's music video mode. Yes. Like it just goes back and forth. Yeah, I like it though because I like I like those kind of transitions or even just tiny short five second cutaways to something fucking weird, and we're back to the movie. Yeah, I like those jumping back and forth with this. And he uses a lot of like split screen. I don't think I've mm. seen him do split screen before. I right. Mean, you know, that's again, call back to like Woodstock or the. 70s man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's a weird, you know, split diopter. Like those concert I mean, documentaries. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's doing a lot of so it's experimental, I guess, in a little way. I guess um during that time period, the two years be- between uh when it was shot and when it was finally picked up, mm. he uh well, I guess actually there's more to this story. Uh because Ooh. before so Universal, I guess, initially, right, he had an ending, and I have read the script. Um yeah, what the, was the shit ending? The shit ending was uh, Grandpa turns out to be Dr. Satan. These kids are going to investigate the legend of Dr. Satan. So he did have a payoff where it okay. was like it was Grandpa. And if you watch the movie knowing that, the characters react like, oh, we got him. Oh, he's sitting right here at the table kind of, you know, reactions. Okay. Um, but and then, and then I think... I think everything is basically from the original version up until they get lowered into the pit. 
and then her coming out of the pit is the the actual that's, that was the ending and then I was gonna say was, there's money I well, see actually, the see the money in that you know I think that's wrong too because I think she comes out in at night and she's picked up in an ice cream truck and it's it's Captain Spaulding uh. and then the sliding door opens and uh, Ravelli, the um, Erwin Keyes character with the clown mask, grabs her and slides the door shut. I, I was going to say, Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's over. Huh. Uh, so Universal, he said, you know, it sucked. Universal agreed that it sucked. And so they gave him more money. And I guess maybe more than the original budget. <laughs> Probably. Because <laughs> that ending seems expect. That's like, that is the the haunted, haunted house that he would have designed, right? Right. Yeah. Because yeah, she goes through, like, there's a there's a whole walkway with just corpses. Yeah. There's the There's the thousand corpses there's right thousand there. There's thousand corpses, yeah. <laughs> it's hallway of a thousand corpses. Basically, hallway of yes. a thousand yeah. corpses. <laughs> like the... The hallway of fame. There's chambers, chambers, underground, hidden chambers. Right? Yeah, because yeah. when she walks through the one door and it's just like bones. Yeah, Bone where are they? Is it like a mine shaft? Like, Feels what? like it, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Like underground catacombs, a mine shaft. Like somebody they was just doing think so. this? Yeah. It's also the ending, while some of the coolest mm-hmm. parts of the movie, at least, you know, design wise, and, you know, like, uh, you know, it feels like it's bringing the scope open. Mm hmm. Doesn't involve any of the main characters, it seems like, and kind of... Uh, Too complicated to get them all back, money-wise, <laughs> but if we can get one character back and run her through it, yeah, then that's where the money goes. But yeah, nobody else is there for the rest of the Yeah, none of the, of the, of the Fireflies are, like, ejected from the movie at that point. <laughs> it's like, here's the second... But I guess because you've set up this legend of Dr. Satan right. as a payoff, um, the Dr. Satan character showed up in the Devil's Rejects, and they within a scene with Rosario Dawson, and it was deleted. So if you see the the deleted, oh scenes, right, in the hospital, yeah, she's, a, she's nurse, a nurse, and yeah. she gets fucking killed. I remember that. Yeah, because you got to like, how do we all these crazy right. characters from mm-hmm. House of a Thousand Corpses? How do you make the more realistic version of them for Devil's Rejects? You know, yeah. which has like a more gritty grind. I think they shot at sixteen millimeter or something yeah. to try and give that like a you know really that 70s vibe mm-hmm. and it leans more into like the charles manson family yeah. that's the other thing there's even like, a direct manson quote in that is like yeah. i'm the devil yeah. i'm here to do the devil's work yeah. and you say that yeah. Yeah. yeah and there's a lot of manson references in this yeah so, they're yeah. like looking through like a cat like a magazine of and all the manson, manson girls, girls. Yeah. or it's like a newspaper Squeaky. or something yeah yeah like you totally date squeaky <laughs> but it does kind of put like it's a family like the right. Manson family yeah. and you got otis is like the charles manson always spouting off about he's an artist and he's got yeah. all this great whatever the fuck is <laughs> a lunatic stuff he is a lunatic but it is interesting his little monologue when we first see him it's like you you, <laughs> you wonder what you know, the crazy people you see who do all this weird shit in real life. Like, what is their mind doing when they're talking to their victims before they kill them? And this kind of fits. I, I, who am I to know what fits? But it feels psychotic yeah. in what he's speaking. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, it makes well, the character. Because I mean, in the moment he's like ranting to these cheerleaders, he's just ranting about the world that he yes. exists in. Yes. And it's just like totally nothing to do with it. They're clearly his audience. Right. He's like, and finally, he's I like, have someone who is like, a captive audience. He's like, you're not <laughs> obeying as my audience. And that's why I have to kill you. Yes. He needs inspiration for his artwork, which is apparently mm-hmm. turning people into fish people. Well, yeah. Rain well, Wilson that's anyway. one aspect <laughs> yeah. of it. Turn Rain Wilson into a fish boy. Fish yeah. boy. Yeah. yeah. There was more to that scene. I wish I'd like to see it. There was. I think that got... Uh, severely cut back. Yes. I think they did trim a lot of the violence out for what's in there now. 
I think it was even more extreme. How exhausting would it be with more violence in this movie? Yeah. Exhausting. That's a good, uh, yeah. It's exhausting. This this movie could exhaust you. Yeah. It does. What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, who's in this movie? Who do we have? uh, Oh, shit. I mean, aside from, okay. So, who's in this movie? We said uh, uh, Sid Haig is in it. Sid Haig is in it. I'm going to say, I'll give you one guess of someone who's in it. Uh, Sherry Moon Zombie is. is in this fucking movie. <laughs> in Every, her ass. And her uh, ass, yeah. Well, uh, more of her than that. In, but. in most movies, yeah. her ass is there. Um, Karen Black is in this movie. She's Mama Firefly, Yeah, I think, who she passed away before between this movie and Devil's Rejects. She was replaced with who? Uh, uh, crap. She was in Police Academy. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, Leslie. Leslie something. Okay. Uh, okay. But Karen Black is in this movie. <laughs> Uh, who we all know from, I mean, Trilogy of Terror is what comes to mind for me, but also, you know, that's Killer all Fish. Oh, was, yeah, Killer I was gonna Fish. Say, we just saw I her. forgot about Invaders Killer Fish. From Mars. Her eyes are much had, better yeah, in this movie. It's like we had a whole discussion about her eyes. I know I five easy about that. pieces. We just talked <laughs> right, about right, 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 yeah, a couple we weeks ago. Uh, Rain Wilson is in this movie, yeah. which is a surprise, I guess, now when you watch it because the office and all that came after. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah so <laughs> now he's Rain Wilson. Fish then boy. he was just, uh, yeah, Fish Boy. Um, Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick is Random. in this movie. Yeah. Who I fucking forgot was that guy. Yeah, yeah. I forgot the too. singled I'm out. I'm glad guy. he died. Yeah. What was he? Uh, he was singled out with before or with Jenny McCarthy. With Jenny McCarthy. Right. I've yeah. wa- I've gone back and watched a few of those. Ooh. Yikes. Well, what, uh, yeah. Yikes. Wasn't um, he on MTV? Like what? Did he do? Because he did MTV. He did leather pants. He also did all the Walking Dead stuff. He did, yeah. Oh, the Talking Dead. Talking Dead and all that. Oh, that's right. Because he was nerd. Is he nerdist? He, he was, was nerdist. Yeah, yeah, he and was nerdist. There was that whole thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then there was the whole thing where he was like a bad guy. He but got then canceled. He, but then he wasn't up. Was did, where did we come down on? Oh, Chris I don't Hardwick? know if I he thought, ever came back from that. I thought we like everything. Like, did the, that get cleared up? I quote think unquote? like it got recanted or something like that. Like really? he wasn't a fucking <laughs> skeezy dude. Like I don't. I, I don't know where we ended up on Chris Hartman. I, I personally did don't we like. Burn him, him or did he not? Burn, we like. Oh, I we should have burned, burned you. But then he decided not to come back. <laughs> I'm so fucking like, exhausted by all these yeah. sons of bitches. Yeah, I know, right? I so even. yeah. So I've I haven't seen him since the incident, but I did not. Yeah, we haven't a, spoken since. No, no, no. Uh, we cut off communication, so I don't know he how he's calling. How but he's I am doing not these answering. days. He's texting right now. You know, ironically, like I was. Well, there's a couple people that I I I liked what they were doing but i liked what he was doing i don't know if it fit the movie but like he thought that he was in like the texas chainsaw massacre like he knew what movie he was in and he was given that level yeah. of performance you know and it's like huh. he was yeah he maybe it's good because i don't like him <laughs> yeah but he suffers well that's what you have to do in these movies yeah. you have yeah. to you have to look like you're suffering and he looks like he's suffering yep um who else is in it uh well there's two girls that i'm sorry i don't even know who they are i don't know and that's guess, our that's our, our them, huh? and they're like well the the one um Aaron I know well, Aaron Don Murphy's mom no that's that's right oh that's one of our listeners <laughs> <laughs> nice call out there thank you, thank you. Uh, and the other one but anyway they're uh, so the four of them are like traveling across the United States going to weird roadside yeah. attractions yeah and they stumble upon Captain Spaulding's I like. Museum of what, Murder and what Mad dates Men. this or what like dates like the era of this movie is the fact that they're writing a book. Like, yeah. Today would be a travel a travel yeah, blog, a YouTube yeah, series, yeah. A podcast, like, a podcast. Of some sort, yeah. 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 It's ironic because the girls like seem to hate 
the go into the. This, this the, is what. Yeah, I'm like, what? What is there? How did they get involved with this? Like, they seem to no, hate every well, moment. It's clearly, of this. it's clearly like their boyfriends are doing this, and they're just along for the ride. Right. That's yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, what's happening? Although one of them is seen with a camera while she's asleep in the car. Right. So like she's, she's doing something to be part yeah. of this. Yeah. Um, well, but they're they're about to like get to her dad's house, so it kind of seems like they've been doing this for a while. So maybe they're just over maybe it just at this over point. It. That's yeah. Pro- and I'm sure that yeah. I, I understand that. Just like, oh, you guys, can we just go? Yeah. Uh, one of the one of the women is Aaron Daniels. I just want to give them their name so we give them the yeah. proper. Uh, 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 Jennifer Justin. Okay, one of them plays Denise, and the other one plays. I'm not even sure. See, this is how much. See, yeah, this is how much he doesn't get, care about those yeah. characters. I got I Jerry because Jerry's name in the in the credits. I think that was Chris Hardwick. It was Jerry Goldsmith? Jerry, was it yeah. the composer? Is that his name, Jerry? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Well, okay, the Spaldings, fine. the Fireflies, are. Right. It, it was. It was a throwaway in this, which I didn't know. But in Devil's Rejects, it turns out it's a plot point. Oh, the Marx Brothers. Are, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're right. all named after Duck Soup or, right. or whatever. Yeah. Um, I forgot about that. Which one? Oh, Spalding, yeah. Spa- yeah. yeah. Captain Spalding Kevin and Otis. Spalding. And, I didn't right, even think about right. that. I love Duck Forgot Soup. about that. Um, don't don't say that. They'll make fun of you. What? I mentioned it once a long time ago, and I've been making fun of ever since. I am obsessed with the Marx Brothers, and everyone can go fuck themselves. I also agree. love Duck Soup, but I pronounced it one day, and then I was just roasted mercilessly. Uh. <laughs> well, but um, that was with prior casts of the show. Like, so. Oh, see, I don't even remember that. I love the Marx Brothers. I have Duck to go back amazing. and dig up that episode. So <laughs> Michael J. Pollard is in the movie mm. at the beginning, and some kind of weird. That's where it felt the most like Tarantino esque. We're just gonna have. Guys talking about random shit, and then uh, you know, guys with guns burst in, and then yes. we find out. So Captain Spaulding does kill somebody at the beginning of the movie. Yes, and uh, he's not actually connected to the Firefly clan, except for the ver- at the very end in the new made up or you know the second ending. Right. Oh yeah, that was the other thing. Uh, during the downtime, uh, Rob Zombie shot all the like camcorder stuff and all the like direct to the camera. Um, you know, Manson girl like Manson family like confessions of oh, you know, right, yeah, 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 all that stuff. It's so all the like video footage that's inter intercut in there. Right, it was all, kind of, yeah, faces yeah. of death. That's what that feels like to me. That grimy ish. You know, if anybody's ever watched Faces of Death, it's yep. got that look and feel to it. That makes yeah. it, makes me feel kind of icky just because yeah. watching those are just like yeah. I was too young to watch those when I was allowed to watch those. Thanks, Dad. Um, <laughs> but just just icky. St- it, I was it was inappropriate the age I was at when I watched those. Yeah, that's the feeling I got from that. You're like it's still inappropriate. <laughs> it, yeah, if I were to pick them up today, I'd be like, mm, I'm, I'm not old enough for this. <laughs> I think a lot of this movie's icky. Uh, speaking of <laughs> too young, I think that um, I think I've read or heard an interview with Rob Zombie because I'm always trying to figure out. Like, I mean, he has like a very specific kind of style, and it's like garish, like horror hillbilly, yeah, um, or something like that. And I guess when he was younger, his mom was either in a carnival or dated some carny carny yeah. folk. He grew that up amongst carny sense. folk, and I think he witnessed a murder when he was very young. I'd believe it, or a knifing at least, or something like that. And a it's knifing. like, yeah, and you're like, okay, you know, I kind of see where you. So like, so he hung out with like the geeks at the at the at the circus at the carnival. I think so. But so he's part of the freak show, is what you're saying. Well, and he's made his entire career out of it. But yeah. I always kind of the thing that that when I saw this movie, and I think especially Devil's Rejects, it's like Otis 
looks like Rob Zombie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And you're like, if he's making a movie, because I assume you sit there and you go like, okay, I want to make a horror movie. What will scare people? What scares me? I think this is a scary look. This guy who looks like this. It's like he made himself into something that he mm. saw right. that scared him, <laughs> you know, because yeah. now he's like Batman. Uh, that's how he's scaring everybody right, else. Right. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, it uh, makes sense. that's a read on him. Um, the uh, they, There's a murder ride at this uh, pretty cool chicken This and is the other thing that says stand. it's not 1977, but yeah. yes, continue. Yeah, the murder ride where he goes through serial killers of the eras. We get mm-hmm. Albert Fish. We get Albert Fish. Fish. Ed, we get Gein. Ed Gein. Lizzie Borden. Borden. Lizzie Borden's in there. Yeah, a werewolf. Yeah. There is a werewolf, and uh, not real. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually, Doctor Satan. Yeah. Doctor Satan. This uh, legend, and so they go hunting for the tree that Doctor Satan was hung for yep. from. And so, like, this is a whole different movie. Like this first <laughs> opening thing is like you're not actually into. Like the fireflies, they end up, uh, they pick up a hitchhiker, Texas Chainsaw-like, and it turns yeah. out to be Baby Firefly, and that Sherry Moon mm-hmm. zombie, and she lures them back to the house where they meet Mom, Karen Black, <laughs> the Grandpa, uh, Tiny. Tiny. Tiny, yeah, Matthew McGorry. Yeah, who was an actor, I don't remember what the, um, you know, like uh, physical, like affliction that he had, right, was it yeah. hyperthyroidism or something, something? I yeah. can't remember. Watch the four-hour documentary of... Yeah, he's a giant, yeah, you know, and basically. And, mention it. and uh, Rufus is the brother who Rufus. I think gets left out. No, he gets killed at the he beginning. He gets killed at the beginning of, of the next Devil's one. Rejects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I know they were like, but did they, did, and I think Tiny's in the second one, too. Tiny's yeah, in the second one, yeah, because yeah. he's dragging a body through the Yeah, at the very beginning. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just left out Grandpa. The yeah, second cause, cause did I he think, die? Uh, he was in a car accident. Dennis Fimple was in a car accident, I want to yeah. say, in, somewhere in between the movies, and then he died, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so then they end up at this, like, I mean, the interior of this house is, uh, like every Halloween, like haunted house dream of itself. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, wait, the house or the gas station? Uh, we're at the house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause the gas station, that was like an oddities. Yeah. The gas station was something like, I'd be like, oh, this is the best thing ever. If I just drove up to this on the side of the roadside attractions. I I think my favorite thing is that if you come in, you get free chicken. That is. Here's your complimentary chicken. If you take the ride, complimentary chicken. Complimentary fried chicken. Yeah. That's hilarious. I think a lot of that stuff was Forrest J. Ackerman's um, from the Acker Mansion. I think he like loaned a bunch of stuff. The famous mm. monsters of Filmland. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. That's a yeah, that was a cool place. Yeah, so I think some of that's his, and then um, yeah, this house is like this house is it's like gross. Texas Chainsaw meets nothing but trouble. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And I hate you for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it is. is. Yeah, it, is. <laughs> it really is. No dick noses or uh, really gray hot dogs in this, but yeah. And once they uh, arrive, at, at what the point house, are you leaving? I know their car is is uh, broken. I'd walk. I'd like, leave. Fuck I'd walk. This. As soon as it's I saw really those, he makes it rain. As and it, soon he, he as he walks it. up on the porch and sees all the babies <laughs> nailed to the to the wall, the baby dolls. Sorry, the baby dolls nailed to the wall. I'd be <laughs> yeah. gone. Yeah, she liked to cut the heads off them and nail yeah. them to the wall. Like, oh yeah. right, this no. doesn't have like, a good. Vibe well, to it. Thanks for your hospitality, but I'm outside. gonna walk. <laughs> yeah, I no. 
No, especially like these people wait around too long between that being invited in, yeah, dinner, and then the show. So, I mean, dinner would have been the last straw for me. You have to wear I would have been gone dinner. before dinner. Yeah, this dinner is... would not have happened. It'd be like, mm, no. no, yeah. Fuck well, none of none of this actually plays out. Like, like Texas Chainsaw had a kind of a. It feels it has a a realistic vibe to it. You know, yeah, like extreme, but like. This feels like it's taking place in Rob Zombie Land or something. Where, yeah, it is. It's like know. there is a universe for Rob Zombie where where characters um, act like this, and I feel like all the yeah. extreme characters from his later movies all come from this world. Mm-hmm. Like especially like the opening of um, Halloween or the first part of Halloween, where they're trying to describe Michael's childhood. Yeah. all those characters come from the Rob Zombie universe into mm-hmm. the Halloween universe because they're all extreme. Yeah. They're all. Extremely profane. Like they I are mean, profane. It's like just uh, they are actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah, none of it's the real world. It's all like Rob Zombie's Wonderland. His hyper yeah. version of it, which doesn't work for me in some of his later stuff when he adds it in there. Some of the more grounded, more realistic stuff. Um, I mean, I'm looking at Halloween, Halloween too, but uh, it works better in this sort of Rob Zombie's fantasy world. Ooh. That these take place in. Why? It, why doesn't it work in the other? Uh, you, so you're saying the more realistic he gets, the less it keeps you. Well, no, the more realistic the movie. Oh, the characters the, seem. The characters seem out well, of like, it. Yeah, yeah, not, the, like not real. They, don't fit. They, they work in this. Yeah, in this universe of extreme. But when he's doing stuff like Halloween, which is kind of it's more grounded, mm-hmm. based on you know previous centuries and stuff like that. And I, and I know that's saying a lot about Halloween, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, they seem out of place later on, depending on the movie around it. The movie around these characters is exactly right. Yeah, it's overblown and and colorful and disgusting. Yes. And you know, yeah, the characters match the movie they're in. Yeah, that doesn't later, always happen with his stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because later, I don't know. It just seems like all of his characters are ugly to each other for like yeah. no good reason. Yes. Mm. Um, that becomes like a thing that, I mean, I, the, yeah, give me a reason. Yeah. Even in this, I was like kind of put off by, you know, like I hadn't seen it in a while. Like Jesus Christ. I mean, it was just like every single character is like, fuck you, you fucking fuck, you know, and all this. Yeah. It reminded me of Friday the 13th and part again, five. Exhausting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to bring that at some point. Don't you dare. <laughs> um, so, uh, Otis seems like he's the. I mean, they all seem like they're uh, killers. Yeah, um, definitely. They have bodies stashed around the house. We they'd have to be based on the amount of corpses that are in this place. And they are celebrating Halloween. Halloween's like a holy time to this family in some way. Yeah. The one thing I agree with them on: <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna go Halloween, go all out. Yeah, you gotta find people, pick them off the road, shoot out their tires, bring them home, and scare the shit out of them. Wear them as costumes. Yeah. Is this the most annoying that Sherry Moon is in any of his movies? Just based on the laughing, probably. It's an interesting choice. Yeah, it's a choice. It's a choice. <laughs> she, a baby she has a baby. giggle, a laugh that she found <sighs> probably in trying to come up with the character that is just the most grating and horrifying thing. Horrible. Uh, horrifying. It's- Annoying. annoying obnoxious annoying, yes obnoxious annoying yeah those, those are both good fits the tone of the movie though yep yeah and th- that laugh is the high-pitched scream that texas chainsaw massacre 2 is yeah like that 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 laugh comes feels like it comes from that movie for as much as i hate that movie that's where it feels like it comes from. this movie reminds me of that a lot 
a lot. Yeah. I mean, for inspiration, it has to be like, oh that's the God. biggest inspiration, I think. Feels it, like it. There's a scene. Like, same movie to me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, we're getting towards spoilers. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry. Well, there Sorry. is toward the end. It does feel like even, you know, like you could interchange the sets, you know, yeah. from yeah. Uh, what was that? <laughs> Dennis Hopper runs Park? by. Yeah. With the overblown, like, chainsaw fights yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. That was what was missing from this. Um, we get um, scenes of torture. So this was the torture. This was part of that initial wave of, like, what later became torture porn. Yes. A title I still don't really like because a lot of people s- still associate it with, it's like... always you know, the... And there's a uh, negative stigma around it, yeah. that term, yeah. no matter what, I think. It's I think- like... Tissue porn or uh, popcorn porn is too much of it is pornography. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So torture is just too much of it. So it's like, oh. there's a lot of torture in this movie. Um, we get people getting there. Apparently, uh, they get scalped. They get yeah. scalped. Uh, Rain Wilson. Howard gets scalped. Rain Wilson gets his. He's strung up. He gets his arm chopped off and then turned into a fish boy. He gets uh, ra- straight razored across the face as well. That seems to be yeah, yeah. a thing. Um, what for? What? Like if they're making him fish boy, was that part of making him a fish? Oh, that's fun. Oh, I don't know if they were trying to that give him his, gills or something. <laughs> On the face? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I don't know what they were doing. Breathe, boy, breathe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to put logic in it. It's not working. No, don't do it. Is Bill Mosley, is his performance, is he a good, uh, is he a good actor? He's that's doing not what, a fair question. He's doing what he's supposed to do. I would agree. I think he's, he's good. It do, I, yes. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not going to associate the word good with it. Okay. But he's supposed to be that. He's, he's doing, doing it, what he's and he's doing to do. it he's exactly just, how you would think it should be done. Yeah. He's just doing chop top. It's yeah. a little different than chop top. A little, yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's a little more controlled <laughs> than chop top. Okay, I guess so because he is kind of the leader of this of the family. It would seem. Um, good. At, I mean, he's. He's good at this. Okay. He pulls he this off. Effective, effective I guess, yes. is the, yeah, in the second, the one, second one. He's apt. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, around the time the second one came out, there was an online campaign of fans mm. to try and get him nominated for an Academy Award Ooh. for uh, Devil's Rejects because of his performances. Otis was so forceful and so effective that it terrified and traumatized people. And so they wanted an Academy Award. You have to go look this up on the tubes. Oh, but man. yeah, it didn't go anywhere, no. of course. But well, no. and I don't think it was an entirely ever taken seriously. Entirely but, serious endeavor. Yeah. But, but I think the fans were like... Good advertising gotta, for the movie. Yeah. He's so intense that um, uh, the gore, all the effects are done by a guy named Wayne Toth. I think Wayne, Wayne Toth, Toth yeah. has worked with Rob Zombie on pretty much everything that he's done since. Um, there's... Uh, a musical score that's done by Rob Zombie. I was going to say, well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can feel it. But the, um, the, I guess his original idea was that, you know, he wasn't going to have any of his own music in the movie. Well, that changed. It changed because he had to raise money to like finish it. Uh. <laughs> so I guess the money that he got on an advance for the songs that he then did for the movie like help pay for the reshoots or like uh, additional stuff to get it or editing yeah. to get it all put together. All so I don't right. think he's happy with that. Like, you know, it became, I guess, a different movie than he wanted it to. But that seems like that happens with every Rob Zombie movie. Like yeah. it's a, it's just chaos. And then and he tends to just go with it, yeah. which is not always a good idea for 
his filmmaking. What, that he shouldn't be reeled in? He shouldn't give... It feels like he gives into every his every whim when he's Either making... His every whim or the whim of, like, cutting back to make the movie? I don't. I guess I don't see what you're saying. Well, I forgot. I don't know. <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, I think I get what you're saying. Like, he... It's like somebody will come up with something or they can't do something. And so... Uh, somebody and maybe comes him, up with something. Comes like, up yeah, with let's go with that. Let's go with that. And Whether then, it's like maybe he should say no to stuff like that to stay within uh, a, a certain vision, and that he will uh, go but off. I, because, oh, I, I like that. I like that. And he'll I, go off on them. I, I I get that, but I feel like his scope is too big, and yeah. people have to reel him in. Yeah, I'd be yeah. like, we can't do that. So yeah. we can do this. Well, that's what happened on Lords yeah. of Salem. I mean, they gave him a million, but the thing that he wrote, you know, like couldn't be done for a million dollars. He had to start say, cutting. That that's not a million dollar movie. And they had to cut like, you know, a lot of stuff and a lot of mm-hmm. stuff was shot. And it was like the movie was kind of found in the editing room. You know, yeah. they were able to put something together. It's also the most chill of any of his movies. It's, we actually did that one on the show. You yes, can go back and, and I wasn't here for it, but I've seen it. I wasn't here for it either. I have seen them. Yeah. yeah. Um, nobody liked it but me. Anyway, I don't know if that's true. Well, I, that I like it, Colin. Okay. All right. So new, new, <laughs> new feature. I, I remember watching it. In li- I've only seen it once, but I remember watching it and liking it. It's because it's different. It's definitely it different. different from what you expect from Rob Zombie. Yeah. Movie, you know, but so is the monsters. Him doing a kid's movie. Didn't see that. No. <laughs> he did that, that to, either, he did that so. to make money. Um, even more. I know he loves he d- the monsters. He did that because he loves the monsters. He does love the monsters, but also like in this movie, but this very true. And the Dracula, you know, but but he's got to get a cut of every new piece of Munsters merchandise that's coming out of that movie. Is there? And there were ta- cavity colors and all the the shirt people, all the horror people. There was for was a while was there, there. Was there a big splurge on that? For yeah, for the licensing on that when it was coming out, I couldn't not not see it. Oh, you know what I mean. So I think he made. Good money like, on that because of the licensing. I of feel it's like the that Monsters. went by really fast. It it, it was um uh, uh really fast, but like really punched uh, up, punctuated yeah. at that moment. Yeah. Came and went quick, but it burned bright. And and it's think, still available on Netflix. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. I don't know if it ever actually. It did come out on physical. I think you can buy I it as Universal. Um, well, really quick before we wrap all this up, the other people are there's a B plot. And that involves uh, Walt Goggins. Walt Goggins. Oh, yeah. Um, Tom Towles. Yeah. Uh, Tom Towles was, um, he was in Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer and the Night of, Night of the Living Dead remake. And mm. he's right. since passed on. But mm-hmm. uh, he's he's good in this. I thought he yes. was doing a really good job. He's a police deputy. Wydell. Both of them, Mark I guess, are deputies. And they team up with Old Matt Damon. Old Matt Damon. I forgot this from name. Uh, from oh, he's Mr. Willis. Name. He's uh, I don't remember his name, but he is the old Matt Damon character in, <laughs> in Saving, Saving Private, Private Ryan. Ryan. He is the transition yeah. of Matt Damon to old Matt Damon. Yeah, that's the only thing I remember him I, from. I know. I don't know that I've seen him in anything else. And I was like, oh, it's him in this. And so he's the father of one of the girls, and they're right. conducting mm-hmm. the daytime, like you know, hunting for them. Right. There's a few farmhouses outside of town. We're gonna go check him out. So yeah. He tags along with Molten Goggins and. The other deputy, and they go and search, and they end up at the the Firefly House, mm-hmm. where they find in the smokehouse out the back. Mm-hmm. There's like all the cheerleaders, and I think one of the girls, mm-hmm. and there is a scene that happens here, which people remember if you've seen House uh-huh. of Thousand Corpses, because what I thought that he was trying to do 
was and it's interesting that you know i mean cuz he does have he does have some interesting ideas but yeah. i wonder if some of them are like an ADD kind of thing where you're just like now we got to do something new at this point you know mm. cuz this movie is <laughs> like shifting gears a lot but it goes all slow motion uh just music over so yeah and then then there's this was there music i thought it was yeah silent. it was i remember you oh the during the yeah. the shooting or the 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 chase and oh, oh the chase. coming out and, okay i didn't know which part you were talking about yet yeah and then the gotcha. music okay. fades out and then there's this like slow motion camera i remember this back. being forever i'm like this is going on a long it time it goes a really long in time. the theater i do remember jumping at the sound of the gun finally actually going off because it just it goes on forever it reminds me of the like frozen in time uh beginning of halloween I think that's what he was going for. Oh, the pull out from when they're mm. pull off the mask, Michael. Yeah. Okay. Right. I mean, because I'm like, that's the that's obvious reference for this, right? Because right. yeah. they are frozen and it's pull out. Yeah, yeah. I guess I just I don't see the point. I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I it's memorable and I like it. Whether yeah. there was a point to it, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the. I mean, aside from being a callback. Yeah. yeah. To carpenters, you know, that you have that extended moment where the guy's staring down a barrel. Right. And he does it feels this, like an eternity. Before. And he does this later too in Halloween. Yeah, he redid it. The, yeah. the, the slow where nobody's moving and everything, which yeah. is still a great shot from that movie. Yeah. But um, I think in that one, everybody was actually, it, that wasn't done in slow motion, right? No, they just stopped. They just shot it like they everyone sh- just frozen yes. and shot it. This one is actual slow motion. Yes. And it feels like a mistake that they left in. Like the camera was supposed to get to the top of that crane move, and then the gun was supposed to go off, but it didn't. And there's slow motion. A couple seconds is an eternity. Yes. In slow motion before it actually like detonated, and they left it in, and everybody goes like, "Oh, Rob Zombie is this artist?" You know, uh- <laughs> there should have been. Maybe he did leave it because it, knowing him, like it's one of the deaths. It's a bloodless death, which doesn't make sense for this movie. Mm. It's like the. It almost is like I love. I love all this. Just leave it in there. Yeah. Because if he would have had a chance to do it, there would have been a blood spurt out the back of the head and everything. Mm. So, yeah, maybe he did. He's just like, I love it as it is. Just leave it in. Who cares? But maybe that is what makes him a, um, you know, at least, I mean, I, I think a lot of there are there are the directors who follow a template, a storyboard, you know, and then they were doing it exactly like the, it's scripted. And then you have the other guys who just kind of like wander into chaos and then you know, find something out of it. And he seems like he's that guy, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think it seems like he likes chaos. I was yeah. like, he's like the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> he's the Joker of filmmaking. Um, I look like a man with a blade. <laughs> well, at the end of this, right, all the kids are hunted down and murdered. Uh, there's a lot of interesting, um, like costume work and makeup and, and yeah. Yeah, or chasing rabbits. Uh, brief stopover at uh, Red Hot Pussy Liquors, the mm. store uh, for again another vignette. He started doing that like more and more. And Halloween too is the one where like the vignettes are just like it's like that's a these these don't connect. It's like <laughs> this is just vignette after vignette after vignette. I mean, Devil's Rejects has them. Yeah. But at least some of them are amusing. The whole thing about chicken fucking or whatever, you know, it goes on way too long. And you're like, why is this here? Yeah. It's just amusing for its own sake. It's amusing to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah. He's yeah. Like there. Let's clarify that. Yeah. Because it's amusing to him. There's jokes in this that like I don't get like a lot of it. I don't know yeah. what this means. The whole like then said the rabbit, you know, run with the, and you're like, what the uh, fuck? Yeah. And I was like, oh, don't worry. She's crazy. 
She's crazy. She's not making no. any sense. She's a crazy person. No. Uh, eventually, our surviving character is turned loose in the haunted house cavern redone ending. Mm. And um, she finds Dr. Satan. She means Dr. Satan. He lives. Yeah. yeah. So then On Jason oxygen. shows up. Now, <laughs> who? Okay. So this is after the fireflies are kind of like, they like have their. We take them all yeah. to the pit and we drop them into the pit. And all right. Stuff, and then there's yeah. a fire. They burn one of the bodies. Yeah. Yep. So They're in all the pet Hallows cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> right. It looked like the pet cemetery. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda, like yeah. the original pet cemetery. Pet cemetery. All you do is put, like you know, the wooden put, crosses everywhere. Wooden crosses yeah. and some rocks in a few rocks. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so then that's it basically it for them, right? They've completed their Halloween ritual. And yep. the, uh, the girl then, and. Then what? Do they just go to bed? Are they just normal people? People after gotta that? sleep. They yeah, they gotta Everybody gotta sleep. sleep. Right? Do they set alarm clocks? Like I just <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what is their life like? <laughs> yeah, what do they gotta get up for? Do they just wait? Do they have money? How do they like get by? I assume they steal a bunch of stuff. It's a tow truck. Do they tow? Is Maybe. that their I think there business? might be a legitimate business in the tow truck. Yeah, it's like the one guy who makes, you know, chili and there's a gas station. Yeah. Or the tow truck guy from uh Texas Chainsaw Three. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's all ground that kind of has been there before, but it's filtered through the yeah, disturbed just, mind of Rob. And that, I mean, there are a thousand corpses, so you know, people yeah, got to have wallets, jewelry. Yeah, from all these zombies that show up at the end. You're like, there what are zombies, zombies? Like swamp zombies. Yeah. They're... Like, he got money. It's just like, okay, we're doing everything. <laughs> I have a list. They're supposed to be like the mental patients, right? Like, that's what yeah. that's... I think that's... They're Dr. Yeah. Satan's experiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because uh, he's down there working, he's got all these people uh, hanging out. How does out. that man subsist? Um, he works on the, just, yeah. does he just work on people and eat them, and then suck down his oxygen? Because he's and he's like, he's barely able to do that because he's connected by machines. And <laughs> he everything. looks like a spider. He, yeah, of, there's yeah. something like. Wait, was he Doctor Satan or was the uh, Bloody Bane Satan? I think he was Doctor Satan. Doctor Satan was the one who's doing the operating. But yeah. Who was Bloody Bane? Bloody right. Bane. So Bloody Bane, I think, in in the editing, they tried to explain, because somebody somewhere who was editing said, Rob, who in the fuck is this, like, Jason-type guy who shows up at the end? Yeah. Um, And so they edited him into flashbacks whenever Karen Black is talking about her husband went crazy and tried to got the devil in him and tried to burn down the house. Uh, They put flashbacks in there of that guy, so you're like, oh, that's dad. Oh, is that? Okay. Yeah, because there is no, you know, like, I guess there's grandpa, and then Otis is the son, so where is dad? Dad is the axe-wielding, goggle-wearing. Right. Is Hugo grandpa? Yes. Okay. Yep. So anyway, it's a messy family. Yeah, in a lot of ways. And this guy apparently, well, he knocks the whole thing down trying to take a swing at. Uh, yeah, at a the lot. Even a lot of this was made in editing. The, all these scenes at this point, because he's trying to make it a bigger thing than I think what he shot mm-hmm. at yeah. the end of this. Or he didn't have enough coverage. Or something, something, yeah, something like that. And so there's a lot. There's some slowed down footage. There's some cut. Yeah, it's he, he had to make the best of what he had at that point. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she gets out, and instead of uh, instead of uh, coming out at night, she you know crawls up through the right the broad daylight and is picked up by right, Christine. We think right it was a convertible, convertible Christine. Christine? Plymouth I mean, I w- Ferry? It, w- it was a Plymouth, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't the Chrysler. It was a Plymouth V, right? The V, yeah. yeah. So is that yeah? It was red. 
Yeah. Could have been Christine. Got to be Christine. It's uh, his. I mean, everything else is a nod to something. This has got to be Christine. Yep. And it's driven by uh, Spalding, and it turns out they're so they're gonna he's gonna take her to the hospital, but then it turns out Otis is in the back seat and goes to stab her. So we're kind of connecting Spalding to Otis. Yep. But then the movie pulls a gotcha moment and negates that. So even though the sequel. Otis, or Captain Spaulding is like the dad of the family, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's the dad of Otis and Baby. Is he in the sequel? Is, is it? he? I, yeah, because they go for Tutti Fruity, fucking Tutti Fruity, Tutti fucking Fruity. I remember. Yep. But, okay, uh, and there's the free bird. You know, I remember. Um, but anyway, it turns out that she wakes up. She never did escape from uh, Doctor Satan, and she's about to mm. be operated on. And the horror, the horror. You have Texas Chainsaw close up of the. Eyeball, the end? Question mark. The end. And it wasn't that, the end because there's Texas two more. Font. Yeah, two more of them. The two second. more. So yeah, you're right. Not the end. Yeah. There it is. But that's right. the end for us. Okay. That's well, the end tonight. Uh, we are going to tell you whether or not you should watch House of a Thousand Corpses for its 20th anniversary because it's coming back to theaters this month. Is it? Yep. Or you could just watch it on DVD! Which we did! High definition DVD. Well, because this is the DVD with the, uh, when they shot. <laughs> Which Colin menus. made us watch. Yeah, with too uh, long. Uh, Sid Haig, uh, Sherry Moon Zombie, and. Which they don't do anymore. No, they don't do that kind they, of stuff. They know. Like, have you ever seen a universal Blu ray menu? It's the most boring shit in the yeah. world. This he actually it's on sets and like he comes right. out and ridicules you and tells right. you to push a button and mm-hmm. it's really cool you yeah. don't get that. He'll anymore. sit there with you for as long as you'd like to feel. <laughs> Eventually I think he wanders off. We got tired of it. But uh <laughs> I have watched all the rants. Uh, of I course you have. You, you, cool, you, I would you know? like if you got that and you're like, Oh, they talk, I'd go through and watch yeah. them all too. I'd yeah. be like, What do they all say? Looking for hidden hidden buttons. Right. Remember when they had hidden Ring buttons? Ring the bell. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh but we're gonna tell you if you should watch it. But first, we're going to answer some of your mail. And in order to do that, we're going to summon our mailman, Igor. Bring us the mail. Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. Why, thank you, Igor. Dr. Satan definitely put him together. He might be. He studied medicine with Dr. Satan. Oh. Yeah. Back in their younger days. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and then look where he is now. A protege. Well, now he's delivering yeah, mail. We should, yeah, there he goes. You, can, you two can aspire to... Okay, so uh, we should let the good folks at home know how they can uh, participate on this interactive portion of our show by following along on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. Or X. At Sat Freak Show. So sad when he says that. They can, uh, <laughs> they can, they can email. Yeah, I know the people. Well, yeah, in the future, like we're saying Twitter, and they're like, "What the fuck is Twitter?" Um, they don't know what X is either, Colin. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, nobody's listening because the world is blown up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they can email. Oh, Saturday Night Freak Show Yahoo.com. <laughs> and they can follow along on Threads Ugh. and Instagram. There is this is. the Star Trek font uh, at Saturday at Sat Freak Show. No. Like old star, no. Old Star no. Trek? No. Come on. It kind of looks like it. It's close. Yeah, he's looking at the, no. close. Or the, the DVD. The S's look very familiar. All right. Well, MF Mad wants us to know that Sid Haig, yes, he is being inducted into the Saturday Night Freak Show Wall go. of Fame because he's appeared in three movies we've covered. Do you know what those are? House of a Thousand Corpses. Yep. Um. 
Lords of Salem. Yeah. Yeah. And Foxy Brown. We did Foxy Brown with uh, Sid Haig back oh, in the day. Oh, okay. You gotta go dig out that episode. Yeah. Michael J. Pollard is on the wall because he was in House of a Thousand Corpses. Yep. He was also in Tango and Cash. Which one I, is Michael we're J. Gonna, Pollard? We have to redo that. <laughs> was, uh, we're gonna have to. We have to. He was the guy, the mechanic who gave them the big uh like tank truck at the end. In this, he was no, no, in, in the first scene. He was the guy who went to the bathroom. Oh, right, right, right. And he was also in "I Come in Peace," aka Dark Angel. With oh, with, yeah, with the shoots the CDs and kills people. Yes, movie. yes. Yeah. Which I he was a character seen. named Boner. Of course, he was. He seems like a boner. Uh, and Michael, uh, and also Rain Wilson. We determined oh, is yeah. on the Saturday Night yeah. Free Show Wall of Fame because we did the movie Super. Yep. We did Meg. the Meg and House of a Thousand Corpses. There you go. About House of a Thousand Corpses, Adam Kaler writes in and says, For me, House of a Thousand Corpses opened the door for me, becoming a full-fledged horror fan with Evil Dead jamming its foot in the door to start. Rob Zombie appears to be a filmmaker who loves the genre and makes his kind of movies. Sure, they aren't perfect, but I'll take a Halloween remake from a director who legit tries to make it his own versus a soulless remake such as Friday the 13th or A Nightmare on Elm Street with a thousand corpses. It's colorful, loud, and disturbing with a little dark humor underneath, and I have a great time with it. I kind of agree with that. That Friday the 13th remake was soulless. So, I recently yeah. watched it. And Nightmare on Elm Street was bad. bad. Uh, these are the Platinum Noons remakes that oh, came yeah. in the wake of uh, the Texas Chainsaw remake, and we're bringing it all around. Yep. Uh, Jeff Miller says, uh, I loved this movie when I first saw it. I was, in ju- I was a junior in high school. I loved Rob and White Zombie's music. Mm-hmm. Tiny was in Marilyn Manson's Coma White video. Huh. It was only until a few years later I saw Texas Chainsaw 2 and realized Rob Zombie is a ripoff artist. <laughs> he didn't do the Halloween franchise any favor- favors either, but overall... Okay. It's still kind of decent if you own the DVD. Sid Haig's main menu rants were epic. There you go. <laughs> you know, Jeff likes the menus. I mean, I again, you good for about a, a minute. <laughs> and it's like, all right, I got, I got the idea. Again, I would watch them all once, and then I'd be good. But yes. Nelson Nascimento says, Zombies version of Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. Says, personally, <laughs> I really like TC2, but this movie did nothing for me. I always here most people complaining the ending of this movie ruined it but for me that's where it started getting interesting perhaps it's time for a rewatch i mean probably like i'm, I'm i think we've gotten down to it either you like this movie or you like texas chainsaw massacre too oh oh really so we're, well, we're gonna have to find out. Uh, uh nick siebel writes in says rob zombie is quite possibly the most overrated horror director ever with that being said House of a Thousand Corpses is a decent movie at times. Rob Zombie should have been given the opportunity to direct a Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel instead of giving him the Halloween franchise. All House of a Thousand Corpses was missing was the Leatherface character. And he'll Zombie will always forever be on my shit list due to the fact he completely botched the opportunity with making two very bad Halloween films. And trust me, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 is really that bad. Truly is although i haven't watched the regular theatrical cut in a long time because they only released the director's cuts on the collections yeah yeah he did not make it i rewatched it and it it, knowing what he was going for the second time it plays a little better but it's still yeah it's still i mean it's just not a halloween movie i mean Mm -hmm. no it's not it's yeah 
But then neither are the new Halloween movies, if you know what I mean. So. Oh, love you, Halloween ends. Yeah, and we did kind of have uh, a Leatherface character, right? I mean, Otis. Uh, oh, I, was like, I feel like we had a Leatherface character. A Leatherface. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we got him. He wears we got everybody. Face. Yeah. Uh, like and it. then you have uh, whatever the the guy at the end, the gas mask dude. Yep. I feel like we got it. Dad. Uh, Michael Whitaker says you have to appreciate the big swings and the overall idea, but this movie kind of falls apart at the end. For two thirds of the movie, I was there. And when Dr. Satan turned out to be real, and for whatever re- reason that lost me. On a side note, I very like much, I very much liked his Monsters movie. Oh. It's just zaniness, dad jokes, and classic monster stuff, and it's actually kind of good Halloween viewing, especially if you have smaller kids. It's certainly miles ahead of some of the rather cheap TV movie Halloween specials we sat through as kids. Hmm. I'm surprised he didn't. That's an interesting <laughs> I take. I made this joke before. I'm surprised he didn't just call it the fucking monster. Because <laughs> he's Rob Zombie, and he would do that. Was that, was that, was that like a PG movie? Like I PG-13? I think so. Like, yeah, is there PG? Yeah. Dude just it's loves a monsters. movie for families. The Rob Zombies, the monsters. Well, what he was there's all these like aborted movies that uh, that never came out. That yeah. he was Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, was the one about the wrestler. Was the he blob. Do a blob. Yeah, Blob remake. Uh, the Broad Street Bullies, the hockey movie. Right. Yep. I mean, like all those kind of never came to fruition. Right. The, the monster because of like who's going to give Rob Zombie like Rob? They don't want to see a hockey movie. From no, me. but if you make the monsters, people will watch it <laughs> just based on your style alone. Yeah. Uh, Jimbo Ice says the physical production is a highlight and everyone is clearly having fun making this. That said, it's an overindulgent mess that's barely able to be taken seriously. I admire a fan being able to pay homage to trash cinema by creating their own trash. Too often, pre-makequels make well-produced, coherent takes on something trashy. This is not that kind of take. And something rare on this level of budget, cast, and studio. That being said, I kind of hate it on its own. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Travis Legler says I'm not a huge Rob Zombie fan as far as his filmmaking his Monsters movie was just heartbreaking to watch it really missed the mark however you can't deny that this film House of a Thousand Corpses left an impact whether it was positive or negative it'll be interesting to hear you guys talk about it I kind of want to hear you guys talk about Zombies Halloween too. and I'm sorry Holly for even bringing that up <laughs> she threw her hands up yeah, in defeat yeah. you should see her right now she's like yeah, I know Halloween 2 is a defeat at <laughs> some <laughs> point Uh, Jacob Law says House of a Thousand Corpses is a little rough to watch at times, but for a first film, it's pretty good. The acting is pretty good with Bill Mosley and Sid Haig being the highlights while Sherry Mood Zombie isn't that bad. I do love the image of Rain Wilson turned into a mermaid. And that said, I do prefer The Devil's Rejects as a much better film. Agreed. I think it was last week we watched The Watcher. No, it was the week before. The week before we watched The Watcher. What did we watch yeah. last week? We watched... <laughs> <laughs> it was Michaela's uh, oh, no. pick. What did we watch? You weren't here. I was here. Were you here? Fuck you, I was here. How <laughs> can we not even remember what we watched? <laughs> hey, what the fuck did we watch? Last what week. Did we watch? We'll know at midnight when it pops Shit. up. Yep. Uh, we'll look it up. Joey Blythe said... <laughs> I pick, this is a massive <laughs> fail. You realize that none of us can remember. The man, we probably shit. all loved it. It was like, it was, this is fucking new. I, existence. 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 Cronenberg. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, boy. Glad we got that on uh, uh, recorded. Uh, the Watcher. Joey Blythe Kayla's said. so mad at us right now. <laughs> my Disney profile avatar is The Watcher from Marvel. And the profile selection screen says, 
who's watching. Oh, I get it. I'm uh-huh. saying it's who's watching cute. the watcher. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's cute. <laughs> uh-huh. I like it. I like it. <sighs> Mark Harrison says, "How have I never heard of this film?" Well, I mean, you can't even the find watcher. it. You know, like when you Google the watcher, you're getting 16 other movies. Yeah, yeah true. There are many yeah. other. It's an easy title. I only know about it because it's got Keanu Reeves in it. Yeah. All right. Maurice (laughs) says the dancing, the schlock cop driving while answering the phone and the pre saw serial killer vibes. For a second, I thought the score was similar to Scream, but then I remembered that Marco Marco Beltrami did it. The ending made me think Keanu was going to come back to life. But nope, the movie was done. What a time 2000 was. I'm I'm curious because I used to watch that movie a lot. Probably the same as Holly, but yeah, I see? haven't seen it. Oh yeah, a lot, a lot. I, I know I listen to it, um, oh, but yeah. but no, because it was just on all the time, and so you was just that watch it? it. I think so. Okay. It had to be because yeah. And I, but I also remember it at the time being like Keanu Reeves is a killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that was a weird thing at the time, yeah, and right. like you guys discussed, based on what he was coming off of the Matrix and yeah. something yeah, like, else. He's a villain. I yeah, have to see right, it. and yeah. that was the big thing yeah. for. And then and later the on, you hear that was. Wasn't he like the a guy, he was like guy a, in the gift? He was, remember he, yes, he was not a good guy. He was not a good movie. guy in the gift, yeah. Uh, Dem Twisted Animation says, I'm a big Keanu Reeves fan. Not only is he the nicest, authentic, and most generous actor out there, but I feel he's a good actor with particular roles that were perfect for him, such as in Bill and Ted and John Wick. I watched The Watcher, pun intended, one time in the past because of Keanu Reeves, and I liked it. I'll have to do a rewatch sometime to, get a, to give it a fair reassessment yeah check it yeah, out again i might have to watch it did you guys recommend it i can't did you i think yeah. two did i don't know that i did i think you and michaela yeah did. i think me and michaela did i we can't even remember what movie we watched last week. Now you're asking us to go back two yeah. weeks. I mean, come I, I think you were like, yeah, I don't hate it, but I can't right. recommend it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah. so. I did have, yeah, yeah, problems with it. Or did I have problems with this movie? Did you have problems with this movie tonight? We're going to tell we're you. Gonna find out whether you should watch House of a Thousand Courses, starting with Sean. I knew you were going to go first. Why did I you know that, Holly? You should have. You should have. Don't ignore your impulses, Holly. Would you uh, get mad at me if I if I jumped in? If you. Called, I will never be mad at you, but if you call the listeners, it'd be like, "Who's who is going?" But if you called it correctly, I'd be like, "You're right, Holly. <laughs> I am going first tonight." House of a Thousand Corpses. You know what? Uh, tonight, I'm going to recommend it because of its. I think mostly because of its place in history. Um, it is like we discussed earlier. It is kind of a um, relentless movie. It can be exhausting. Rob Zombie can be exhausting at sometimes as a filmmaker. He just is. There's certain stuff I like that he does, certain yeah. stuff that I absolutely hate, but he can be exhausting um, just based on his character, you know, work alone that I've seen. But this movie kind of hit at the right time in, in history, the early 2000s. Um, a lot of what he, kind of his ideas or what he did in this movie kind of. Um, not because of this movie, but those same ideas kind of came into horror at around the same time. This movie was made at the right time, I think, based on the next 10 years of horror movies that we got. Um, you know, the torture porn era, I'll call it, even though we all hate that term. Um, it is, it's a very unique movie. It's very interesting to, in, in his filmography, it's very interesting. Uh, a director's first work. I think is always usually pretty interesting. Um, I, this one definitely, is because it, it, it's it's like I said before probably the most pure Rob Zombie movie that I think you'll get, um, and it's a very interesting watch. Um, do I? How much do I like it? It's 
I'll wait another few years before I watch it again. I'll tell you that. Maybe another 10 because I think I'm good on it. Um, but it, but but it's a very interesting movie, especially going back and seeing who's in it now. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's worth your time to watch, but like be prepared and know that you're going to be tired after it. I don't I don't know. It's it's a unique I would call it a work of art because of his his design sensibilities. Um, I mean, just the production design on this movie alone. It, he is taking from a lot of stuff, but it is a, a very interesting thing. And we've said before, like, we'd watch movies if Rob Zombie directed them just based on his style yeah. and his visuals and everything. Yeah. See what and, he's going to do. Right. And you I just think can't say Zombian. You, you, no, you can't call it a Zombian. No, I don't. Yeah, I mean, very it's true. It's a very Zombian movie. Very Zombie. That's yeah. very, uh, uh, no, we'd say it's very Rob Zombie-esque. Yeah. Um, Ask, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that. I mean, I think that is, I, I, that is the the mark that oh. he's left from his movies. But I mean, maybe especially this one. So yeah, I'll I'll recommend it just because it's a it's fucking out there and it's got some actors that you will, um, uh, obviously recognize. Uh, but yeah, House of a Thousand Corpses because it was such a moment in time for me. Uh, again, this with his the, the album that came out at the same time. Um. Yeah, it's still always interesting and will be an interesting film to watch. So I recommend that you watch Rob Zombie's House of Thousand Corpses. Holly, mm. what do you feel about it? Yeah. Were you too um, exhausted? Mm. So I do not have the same historical significance of this sure. movie because it came out in 2003. And at the time I was walking with Jesus. Ah, Jesus. So, <laughs> so this this was definitely this like, was no, no. Satan. Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, Holly. It's the devil. I know. I know. So the cultural significance did not have an impact on me. I was not like, oh, you know, the horror is changing. You know, no, no, no. Because it was all sin and the devil. Rob Zombie um, made a movie that was that yeah. horror. Look at his name. Yeah. I remember <laughs> Anne Hayes said something about him being a devil worshiper when she saw like his video. That they <laughs> cut into Psycho when she was in. Yeah. Um, I mean, why are we cutting into this devil worshiper? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the significance uh, as far as when it was released, not there for me. Um, however, obviously, I have come to know Zombie's work throughout my, you know, the last couple decades. We won't talk about how I am. <laughs> but I hate this movie. <laughs> I do. I hate this movie. It's grating. It's exhausting. It's so much like Texas 2. I can't even stand it. Like, they are the... They're almost like they are. They are a pair to me. They're so similar. Um, not my jam. I'm not a big Rob Zombie fan as far as his directing. I like Lords of Salem, and I think that's it's because it's so different from everything that he's done. I think he's doing a lot of experimentation in that movie, and it's really cool. Um, so it's not that I'm not a Rob Zombie fan or, or appreciate his work because I do appreciate a lot of his stuff. But this is not one of them. I think this is just an experiment in his vision. Like, we got a glimpse into his wonderland with this movie. And it's just that. it's It makes no sense. It's chaotic, and it's not a, ho a cohesive movie. It's just a hodgepodge of grime and gross and shit. <laughs> and it's not for me. So I, because of that, I can't recommend it. I do understand the significance, but it is not for me. So I'm not going to recommend it. But I, you get it. <laughs> but I get it. And I, I'm i not going to be like, no one should watch it because th that's not true. Like, I understand what it is. So 
yeah, you know, go and watch it, whatever. But I'm not going to recommend it, if that makes sense. Yes. Okay. There we go. Colin, take this us home. This is an interesting yeah. perspective, because I was, like, <laughs> waffling between, like, uh, both of those are are valid, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, and that's the thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know that this movie, I guess it does have some kind of, you know, cultural significance in that it's coming back to theaters, uh, that it was referenced on the Big Bang show, like... Uh, Big Bang Theory, yeah. right? Like, the like Big Bang Show. Big Bang Show. <laughs> Gotta say theory. Yeah, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Gotta say theory. Right? Because I watched that episode because it was they were <laughs> watching they, House of the. You don't really? see the. They don't, don't, you don't see it, but like I don't know. The, it's yeah. funny that they would be watching. It was and House of the. And I'm like, what is happening? And you know, it's like really that a thing? Because they're nerds. They're nerds. That, they're science sense, but they're still nerds. Um. I mean, I like the idea that we've got a guy out there who does like kind of, you know, a horror rock show who also makes horror movies. He's a big fan of the stuff that's aside from the movie. Um, yeah, I was sitting there tonight and I'm like, wow, like that's really rough. And wow, that's bad. And oh, this is a, you know, a choice. And but at the same time, I think your eye, you know, as being someone who's kind of, you know, just grown up you know, surrounded by horror movie iconography uh, is drawn to, you know, you're just sitting there going like, Oh, this, you know, there's a lot of coolness factor to it from that perspective. Um, I also get, well, it's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre two comparison. Yeah, Cause yeah. I remember, you know, uh, no matter how many times I've given that movie a shot, I don't like that Keeps movie. Failing. And I think Holly's right that there's a lot of that going on here. So then yep. it's like, so why do I like this one more than Texas Chainsaw 2? And I think it probably has Is something it to do of with fan service. It's, yeah, I was yeah. just going to say. It's I was, that, the, oh, no, I watched this movie. I'm like, I know exactly why Colin loves this movie. First of all, the design of yep. everything in this movie is right up Colin's yep. alley, yeah. including a, a whole wall dedicated to the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Like the look, the neon look yeah. of this, yeah. the grittiness of it. I know exactly why Colin yeah, it's movie. I've seen all the movies that he's, he's yes. seen. And so he's playing into, as me as a specific viewer, it's like, you remember all this stuff, you know, that I remember. Like and you're so gonna here's hate this, like but this, it's familiar. Yeah, it's a past, <laughs> it's a pastiche, right? Yes. Movie, and There's again, a patina to this. This is what Tarantino does, also. Yes. You know, yeah. um, where it's like, okay, the the disappointing thing about where the movies went right around this time was, you know, you had act new access to all of these classic movies on DVD for the first time, right? The kind of, you know, I mean, there are the people who watch them on VHS. I mean, I did, but I, I did deep dives once DVD came around and really had like an explosion of access to movies I never thought I would be able to see. And there was this period in time here where it's like the filmmakers are doing callbacks to all these movies and you're like, okay, we're all on the same page. And then the next thing that logically the Hollywood does is like, well, then we should just remake all those movies that people are referencing so much. And then that started this like awful wave of remake. Well, not a hundred percent awful good but, stuff in there. But I mean, for the most part, it's just like, stopped. I know like, <laughs> let's just keep regurgitating stuff that has already Please existed. Yeah. Um, Go see Saw 10 in theaters this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Friday the 13th with the, what are they, 11 of those? Saw is just one behind. Uh, yeah. Friday the 13th at this yeah. point. Um, 
I think I'm going to recommend it. Um, I'm going to recommend it on the basis of, yes, I think he, I, I think that he, even though it's sometimes hard to watch overall, the effect is, I think what he set out to do. Mm. He said it, he set out to, you know, give you the same experience that he had when he saw last house on the left or Texas chainsaw or, you know, these movies the first time through, and for a generation of uh, moviegoers, this was the most extreme, you know, like we had Hellraiser back when I was growing up. That was fucking extreme, to, <laughs> you know. Uh, this was the extreme movie. I think that's probably why it is like, you know, it was the first one that like a lot of folks saw. And so they remember it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I dig it. I feel ashamed for saying that because <laughs> it is kind of a hard watch and it's very vulgar and just very disgusting, grimy yep. and gross, um, but also colorful and um, and witty. No, it's not. It's the not humor witty. doesn't. Oh, no, it's really bad. No, no one has ever accused this man of being witty. <laughs> nope. Never. I know. Like, it's a black comedy. I'm like, is it? Uh, ah! You labeled it later. Yeah. This is no. Well, he said that he didn't see it, uh, that, but people have told him, you know, it's like, well, it's, you know you know how they're reading it later and he's yeah. like well you know i yeah. intended it to be more serious he says um but yeah i don't know i would uh recommend it for i think horror fans have to at least make a judgment on it so that, because true. it exists like you should make your judgment on it. yeah you yeah. should that, yeah, watch that's it. a good way to put it yes. yeah but i i do kind of dig it yeah. okay <laughs> yeah i do that say a- devil's rejects is the more accomplished version yes and i don't know if that's that might be his most realized movie that's mm. like his you know halloween is taking something that's john carpenter right it's too much it's half john carpenter's movie to be in yeah and half his but devil's rejects is like that is like the the that's, full version yeah. of like this is what I, you know the most realized version of this i learned then, a lot from house of a thousand corpses now i'm gonna yeah it's gonna be a little more streamlined yep. mm-hmm. with Devil's yep. rejects. and even in some ways more hard to watch um and then i do like lords of salem yeah. uh as the experimental thing i really mm-hmm. like that movie but uh, yeah uh check out house of a thousand corpses says i and sean holly says no so we're split this is a split vote on this one what would michaela say? so you don't you're not forced to watch it's hard to say because I uh, yeah I don't know I think she would hate the things that I hate about it but right, she might she, I don't know none of us like part two of no Texas two no. right? she might see this as that and be like nah I know she said she was she's disappointed more wild that she was gonna miss it tonight I know because usually it sounds like she doesn't like Rob Zombie's style not mm. really and yeah, yeah. I know, hyperactive she did make wild. a comment that she's only there's a reason that she's only seen this once okay uh, we're gonna say so, it will be a split two no two yes I'm gonna guess she'd be on my team probably yeah. okay. All right, well, next week, uh, we're going to continue the Halloween season with a choice of a movie that's made by... Sean, what is your spooky season choice this year? <laughs> My spooky season choice this year is going to be Hack-A-Lantern. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, now, Colin, if I, now, we've seen this before. If I remembered it all... That first viewing, maybe I wouldn't be bringing this, but I have I have no recollection of the first time we watched this. So, Isn't, uh, what's the, his name's in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh, the three name guy from Max Action Dad. USA. And uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> what the fuck's his name? 
Gregory Gregory Scott Cummings yeah. is in Hack Lantern, <laughs> and we will be watching that next week oh on the Saturday Night Show. Season. There you go. All right, well, join you. So you got to do your homework. You got to seek out Hack Lantern, and then join us for that episode. And until then, ladies and germs, the basement is going dark.